Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. My name is Miranda Selwood. I'll be hosting today. And guess what? Only hosts at the table. Hello, everybody. Another host-only episode. Another. We're scaring off all our guests. (laughs) We just... Yeah, scaring off our guests. We we were too sick to be near the guests. So we had to reschedule. That's true. But it's okay. We're fine now. Yes, aren't we? we? Hope. How are you, KB? I'm very well, Miranda. Thanks for asking. No problem. How it's are lovely you? to see you. It's nice to see you. How are you, Julie? We'll find out in another five days when I come off the antibiotics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Hey, Zane. Hi. It's nice to have you back on mic. Hooray. Really I actually really enjoy it. Yeah. Nice. We need to do more of this. Get to get some Sorry, of my guests. I love you, but <laughs> Some of my know-it-all... Energy. Yeah, instead yeah. of just getting it messaged to us during the episode. I just was inspired sometimes. You are very inspired, inspired and I love it. But I like hearing your voice more. Oh. Well, you get a whole episode of it today, so Yay. brace yourself. Woohoo! I feel braced. Um, so we don't have anybody to get to know today unless it's time to get to know Nick's. The cat. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Phoebe, okay. the podcast cat. I don't think she yeah. needs to do the whole quiz. No, but we can ask her. We can ask her. Yeah. Um, I just need to do the song quickly. Yeah. Uh, getting to know you. Um, I translate. Both languages. Yeah. yeah I appreciate <laughs> Bilingual. Meow, 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 meow. Um, so, Nick, that you, wasn't actually technically correct. Most importantly, which musical character would people compare you to? <gasps> well, you got it. I think okay. she's a Skimbleshanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't a railway know Skimbleshanks. Mm. She's technically white, entirely white underneath her black exterior. Mm. Uh, I think she's Victoria. Maybe she's pretty, pretty slinky, very, very flexible, and she's gone. <laughs> um, she's bored now, Miranda. Okay, she's she's bored. decided we're done. We're done. Did you want to delete a musical before you go? Not cats. <laughs> That was rat. that was Cats the, the musical movie. She oh, okay, said. okay. She said it was Just trash. Doesn't do anybody justice. Um, well, thank you, everyone. That's um, Fifi or Nix or Phoenix uh, yeah. to use her full and complete name. Maybe we could put a photo of her up on the on the socials. Consider it done. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Everyone else has more photos of my cat than I do uh, because I'm not a particularly snap happy person. I do like that I say consider it done and schedule it immediately with photos I have on my phone of your yes, cat. Yes, every, everyone except me. <laughs> it's difficult to take, she is an entirely black cat and it's yes. difficult to take a photo of a black cat no, sometimes because they ones. just turn into a void. Yeah. It disappears in the background. Anyway, um, we are not talking about cats uh, for the rest of the episode, but we are talking about a musical. That has a cat in it. Does it? Yes. I'm going to learn all about oh, it does too. Wonderland with um, all of the listeners today. This will be fun. Shall we listen to some music and then talk about Wonderland? Yes. Yes. Step one, got the first segue right. Yes. I'm going to do a really good job today, everybody. Yeah, Miranda. Okay, um, we're going to do a brief history of Wonderland, uh, starting with the two-minute elevator pitch of the plot. Zane and I are going to share it. Ooh. Mm. Do you need like an extra 10 seconds then maybe to... We'll see. I I think what I'll do is I'll let KB... Start and I'll pick interrupters. In, interrupt with anything that's skipped over. I mean, I'll okay. probably skip a lot over, so you might need to fill it in. Um, are you ready, Miranda? Yeah, well, yeah, my time is on sixteen minutes, so so let me just change that. <laughs> okay, here we go. Two minutes on the clock. Ready when you are. So essentially, it's the Alice in Wonderland story, but this time Alice is an adult. She's a mother to Chloe and she's just separated from her husband, Jack, and has moved into an apartment in Brooklyn. Um, and on returning home one day, she hits her head on a light in the elevator and the trip sends her into Wonderland, where some things are the same as the traditional Wonderland that we all know and love and some things are not. Um, the Mad Hatter, for example, is very aware of what is going on and kind of is using the Queen of Hearts and Morris the March Hare as pawns to... Gain power. Well, the Mad Hatter in this way, in this in this version, is a is a woman. Is a woman. Mm. Um, and mm. intends to take over Wonderland. Yes, that's right. The aim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the Mad do- Hatter is like the villain in the story. Yeah. Yes. yes. <gasps> yeah. Yes. I feel betrayed. Um, so the- oh, strap yourself in for some more stupid Miranda. We are on a ride. <laughs> and so as as. Alice tends to do she gets a group of people around her that help her out mm-hmm. in this case it's the rabbit so the white rabbit yeah. Elgato which is the Cheshire the cat, cat uh, Caterpillar and Jack the White Knight yes and Jack the White Knight is um, uh, it takes shape of her husband Jack um, and I guess throughout this wonderful adventure in Wonderland Alice is meant to learn a lesson because that's the point of the fairy tale yes indeed and when she gets home she wakes up to see Jack and she realises that she has everything she's ever wanted and that she doesn't want to separate from him and she would like him to be her white knight forever and ever and ever but so that's is, the very end. Okay. What happens In the middle the there mirror? is the Hatter says, I know what's going on and mm. uses the March Hare and the Red Queen to go and talk to Chloe, her daughter, and convince her to come into Wonderland mm. so that they can control her. That's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That genuinely scared me. Two minutes, two people, <laughs> mic drop, boom. <laughs> that was really brilliantly done. And I think I get the whole story now. Thanks. Yes. Amazing. Cheers. Um, it's also a wild horn show. <laughs> Which will come up as we talk about the music because oh, don't. Wildhorn has, has done what Wildhorn does and, you know, there's a lot of 
I guess what he would call homage to his it, previous shows and other uh, people's work. <laughs> Look, it works for Andrew Lloyd Webber. It, it does. does. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work for Wildhorn or his book writers, Jack Murphy and Gregory Boyd. Um, this did even worse than The Prom, which we talked about last week. Um, it opened on Broadway in April 2011 and it closed in May 2011 after 31 previews and 33 performances. Almost exclusively negative reviews. Yeah. No award nominations. Nope. Um, um, the UK tour, which had uh, Kerry Ellis in it, so they got a terrible cast, got cut short by three weeks. Um, it has not been well received if it did so poorly on Broadway, why did they open it in the UK? It just went... I just uh, thought it might do better. It yeah. just might... Yeah, you know, they always think that you know, the American audiences are a little bit superficial and that they can... <laughs> you know who might get this? The British. <laughs> the British. Oh, no, still no? Still okay. No. It was set in England, though. Um, but so, uh, yeah. can we, uh, Just a quick comparison for me. Um, which of Wild Horn's shows are most prominently... Um, oh. Is this like for me? I think it's if we had to compare it to a wild horn. I don't think it's really. It doesn't really sit next to anything he's ever done. But the closest would probably be Bonnie and Clyde. Probably just because it, that's the most contemporary sounding of his yeah. stuff, and it is at like a contemporary pop musical sort of vibe the whole way through. It has like weird upbeat jazzy things. It's well, there's one song that sounds. All just like Ricky Martin's entire repertoire. Is it Go With The Flow? Yes. Go With The Flow is note for note exactly the same in the beginning as Santana's Smooth with Rob Thomas. Note for note the same song. That was a very popular song, surely. (laughs) It was. Maybe we shouldn't. Well, she's a very popular song I mean, to rip off the entire beginning again, of. That's Andrew Lloyd Webber. It was just a little bit of Pink Floyd instead. Uh, like, yeah. um, there's anyway. a few like boy bandy kind of influence to a lot of the Jack, uh, the White Knight songs. Definitely sound like that twangy yeah. boy band sound. It's all very uh, mismatched, I think. Yeah, and a lot That's of Wild the, Horn's specialty, right? Yeah, and like, a lot of the ensemble stuff does sound a lot like his Jekyll and Hyde ensemble stuff. Yeah, it's very um, strange. In the way that he <laughs> writes the rhythm and the parts over each other. Right. Um, very. It sounds very similar. Uh, amazing lyrics such as, and the front bit <laughs> is called a facade. I mean, in this, one, you, in this one, you just get Welcome to Wonderland over and over and over and yeah. over and over again. Ah, uh, right, yes. in, in, in Just in case than, you didn't know where you were. Rob, okay. what rhymes with Wonderland? Um, Wonderland. 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 Uh, Welcome yeah. to Wonderland. Here you are in Wonderland. Welcome to Wonderland. Please this is Wonderland. take my hand. <laughs> no, it never it. comes up. <laughs> never no. comes up. Just uh, okay. Wonderland. All right. To be we're fair. stuck to a theme. It's probably the boppiest of the songs. Yes. Um, I hate it. I, I hate it. <laughs> I, surprise! Look, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I hate it. I, w- I will say, unlike Wildhorn, who usually writes exclusively really well for male soloists, there are some decent female solos in yeah. here that are fun to sing yeah. removed from the show. I really like Home. Yes. I like singing Home. Mm. It's very pretty and lovely. I mean, also the Mad Hatter is is a is a really good female yeah. solo. Yeah. Oh goodness, her voice. Is, like, yeah. If you will, if you were to play anyone in the show, Miranda, you would be playing the Mad Hatter because you'd be belting your face off. Yep. And also, I'm mad as a Hatter. 
you should. Yeah, and yeah. you can and you can pull <laughs> off like a hat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, can pull correct. off a hat, which is the number one prerequisite. Oh, so. I can't pull off a hat. Can I just? You I've wear you a hat so much more than I have ever worn a hat. <laughs> you should be wearing a hat, Julia. Pacey. Wow. <laughs> Says you. Yeah, I, I glow in photos. It's fine. I do wear a hat. So, I wear hats all the time. So, Julie. You, obviously, you were spoiled for choice with bad reviews for Julie oh this week. Oh, my, was I ever. All right, I got bad a good Bad reviews with Julie. Julie. Creepy. I like <laughs> it. Wonderland Theatre Review is what this is titled <laughs> by David Rooney. This is on HollywoodReporter.com. Lewis Carroll's classic fairy tale receives a grown-up retelling in Frank Frank Wildhorn's overproduced Broadway musical. Good start. (laughs) New York. His lumbering period pieces have notched up some of the most consistently scolding reviews of any seasoned Broadway composer, but Frank Wildhorn keeps coming back like indigestion. He does. He works. He gets them. He gets them out there. It would be gratifying to report that his latest musical Wonderland deserves a warmer welcome, but this clumsy Lewis Carroll update shuffles bland 80s pop imitations and third right show tunes to minimal effect. Oh. (laughs) I just don't think it blends. I think the, the, the premise of the show... Is really interesting. Like, I love, I love the premise. Yes, I think it's very intriguing. I love that the Mad Hatter is maybe not as mad as we think. I like that it's flipped it on its head a little bit. Musically, I'm not excited to see it live. You know, mm. when yeah. you sometimes you hear a soundtrack, you're like, oh gosh, I wish I could hear what the dialogue is around this. But no, this is one that I'm like, shh, 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 stop singing. Uh, can I watch this as play, please? I will say I am probably more forgiving of this than most because I was very excited for it coming out because they released the demo of it Mm. about two years beforehand and every song on that was really good and then all those songs got really edited and changed to what they appeared in the musical. Uh, yeah. The biggest one of which is Advice from a Caterpillar, that the original demo song, that's still in my audition book, in my repertoire, yeah. but it's totally different to what came out in the show. And I'm not sure what happened from demo to musical that changed. It's it was a lot kookier, a lot weirder, and not as poppy. Um, the yeah. original plan was to have Alice more like we see her in, say, like Disney's adaption of mm. Alice. Um, so, and plus, I think Wildhorn was going to be casting his partner at the time who had appeared in other of his shows, and that, that relationship broke down and the show changed somewhat. So, it potentially was because of that. I don't know. Yeah, I, and that's what I mean. Like, I was, I was a little disappointed when the when it was released to hear what it what it came out to be but but I guess especially the premise it could be so much fun yeah so much fun let's do it see what happens there's usually you know taking something that's so familiar and and tweaking it a little seeing it from another side is is usually an instant recipe for success Yeah. yeah yeah and I think maybe if we like if all the songs was rearranged somewhat because I think it is that 80s dance music that kind of lets it down because it doesn't feel like it sits within the story that it's trying to tell. Yeah. Like if Wildhorn had written something more like, I don't know, 
just even Bonnie and Clyde where he sticks to one genre <laughs> the yeah. entire time. I think it all needs to be cute and whimsical and like yeah. Disneyified. Like honestly, more Disneyified I think type kookier. of music. If you give it to Lippa, who <laughs> who clearly does a better job of everything, he's like given. Wild Party. <laughs> no, I was like comparing it to I the Adams love family. Love Wild Horns, Wild Party. <laughs> we were having this conversation earlier about how I thought the Wild Horn had written Wild Party, but I think it's just because he's got wild in his name. Mm. <laughs> to be clear, he didn't. He, no, he did not. Wait, he doesn't have um, a version of Wild Party. No, no. everyone does. else does. Who's but the other guy? Lipa, Lipa and Lacusa. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought um, the same thing. It was truly. But but Lipa, who did uh, Adam's Family, yes, I think that that recommends him to Wonderland or even yeah. Ryan Scott Oliver. Yeah, or they're kooky, but within the realm of yeah. Uh, uh, accessible kooky. Hear me out. Yeah. He's a pairing that I would like for accessible kooky. Hear me out. Don't okay. shout me down. <laughs> Alan Menken. Okay. And Danny Elfman. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think uh, it would sh- clash. Yeah. In the way that this musical would work. I think if we gave this musical to Tim Minchin. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say. Could definitely help yeah. a brother out. But it's already been written. It's already happened. Tim Shaver yeah. about that. So, is it? Do we want to talk about favorite songs? Does anyone have a favorite song? I do. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I there's kind of three that I kept going back to. Home on repeat, just because yeah. I like seeing it, and the reprise. Um, through the Looking Glass, really enjoyed Through the Looking Glass. I don't know what it was about it, but it just I was like, yes, maybe it was all the Wonderlands in there. Um, <laughs> and Heroes at the end, I think it's just a really lovely little way to wrap up the show does it go there's a hero because i would not be surprised um you gotta you listen look inside <laughs> your heart. i honestly I, I do enjoy the belty stuff so i do enjoy the mad hatter yeah and and look honestly advice from a caterpillar is not too bad compared to the rest of the show but no, it's quite good. on a, like welcome to wonderland it's it's it gets my attention but to this day <laughs> when i hear that i don't think about wonderland i think about beetlejuice yeah uh, so <laughs> it does sound very that. similar yeah Alrighty. well um if we have nothing else to contribute at this point perhaps we should cast the bunch of merry characters nope we have to do the lessons first. Dang it! <laughs> I'm going to write myself out a list because this... this I'm list that's already in front of you <laughs> that has been written and printed out for years now. You know what it is? Okay, so we have like the show format on a piece of paper. Just for a little reminder, some people like KB are really good and they hardly even look at it. Um, I look at it, but it used to be formatted differently. And and I just, I keep looking at where I think it should. Anyway. <laughs> you know what I do? I write my notes in order of the segment. All right. So I know what's coming up because my notes are in order. It's when you do your homework, Julie. Lessons learned. <laughs> the lesson I learned is I should always listen to Julie Eisentrager and do it her way. Correct. Good, um, good I've also learned again that the lessons learned segment goes immediately after the first segment. Yep. Yep. We are a musical. Anyway, so I learned that uh, life expectations can be damaging. 
what the li- so expectations, expectations of, of your life of your own life the yeah. plans and the goal like the you know people have like 5 10 15 year plans that can be damaging yeah um, i think it also teaches that uh i mean if you're having a crisis just go to Fairyland and you'll figure out. Yeah, you'll figure it, it worked out. for Dorothy. It's working for Alice. It works for Alice in every different yeah. Alice over <laughs> iteration. And over again. Um, but really, only those two. <laughs> I kind of like this idea that like time is fleeting, um, because we do know that. But it's nice to get a reminder of it, and the reminder that ordin- there's a, a quote that says ordinary magic happens every single day in the show, and I think, um, and it's all around us in really simple ways, and I think. The reason why I want this, I wanted this show to be successful, is because we do need, I think, modern day fairy tales or adult fairy tales to remind us of all the things we forget as children. That life, it can. Mm. There are times where maybe you just need to take a step back and look over what you think is going wrong, and yeah, yeah. and maybe gain some perspective. That being said, I think we can also learn something about how not all uh, stories from our childhood need to be revisited as adults. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, like we can just appreciate them for what they were when we were children. Yeah. Uh, and we don't need a Wonderland for adults as yeah. well. We don't Mainly because we, we already need a, have it because yeah, they we made that a movie different one. hook yeah. with Ron Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Even then, I feel that was for children. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hook was good, though. It appeared I'm not, for adults. I'm, yes. I'm not saying it was bad. <laughs> I'm just saying it's for kids that adults can also you know, enjoy. what else I learned. <laughs> what else did you learn? Honesty is the best policy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I learned that specifically from this. I think I learned it from skimming through the pot and going, that sounds good. Ah. Ah. Mm. Yes. Mm. I don't know what that noise was I just made. Ah. <laughs> Interesting. Especially my mad hatter voice. Um, maybe communication in a relationship. Because I think if Alice and Jack had sat down and Jack had been like, I just want to look after you and I want to care for you. And Alice is like, I just kind of, I don't know what I want. Mm. Maybe I just need to take some space and like we'll, we'll regroup in a couple of weeks and we'll see what happens. Then she wouldn't have gone to Wonderland in the first place. I don't know. But uh, she did. Like, that's exactly what you just said. But she took a she child just... and oh. he kept turning up anyway, right. you know? I right. think if she had just been, like, specific in what she needed. I'm just going to go for a little holiday to Wonderland and come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not – and I think that might be one of the weaknesses of the story is Alice's relationship to Wonderland isn't particularly – spelled out um like because jack is very obviously represented in wonderland but none of the other characters really have matching influences in her life whereas in a lot of the other wonderland um texts you have the white rabbit Mm. is represented by someone the mad queen the the red queen is represented by someone yeah um whereas this is it's just alice i think the only one is jack's mum um doubles as the queen of hearts right yeah and again you're like well then what is the mad hatter representing yeah. in that relationship and what is why do we need the caterpillar is that it, we don't see you go see a psychologist or anything like that why is the cat that you know i just yeah. i think it's better mirroring is what we're after yeah yeah i think i think if you if you're going to re-examine like, a story from childhood like actually go a bit further than just going oh these 
childhood characters are also a bit dark. Yeah. So in the same way that it wasn't dark, but in the same way that the Hallmark Alice in Wonderland had everyone mirrored to their reality. Yeah. Draw for Alice. Is that the live action one where Alice is in a yellow dress and it's terrifying? Yes. Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. The the, it's the best. I, I love got it. nightmares from that. You movie. are such a little So boy. were they a separate <laughs> sentence? Like she's in a yellow dress, new thought. And it's terrifying. Yes. Or she's in a yellow dress that is terrifying. No, 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 the, dress dre- is terrifying. the dress itself is great. Covered I in eyes it. and mouths. Gene <laughs> Wilder as a turtle falling into a pot of soup. Terrifying. Great time. Anyway, cool. um, I guess off the back of that is like not only the, how we recreate, but why are we like? What was the yeah. point? What were we trying to say? Because I don't know if Wonderland to get another says version it. Yeah. of the story. We've yeah. had so many iterations of Alice in Wonderland. Why do we? Why do audiences need this particular version? Yeah. And, and in, like, well, in all of our discussions, we don't really care who Alice is. We're talking yeah. about the Hatter. We're talking about the Caterpillar. We're yeah. talking about the Queen. We got close. We got close to having another Alice that we wanted to care about. Yeah. But Again, premise, amazing. Mm. Cool. I got nothing else. Nothing else. Can we cast it now? Is that okay, Mm -hmm. Zane? Thank you. Who are we putting in the wondrous wonderland? I did something silly. What did you do? Uh, I couldn't stop thinking about the name Alice, so I cast Alice Ripley as Alice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you cast the whole show with Alice. Alice's. That's what I thought you were going to That would have been good, but Alice Ripley's the only one I know. Okay. Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> as... All the male parts. Because I don't know that there are too many. I I guess, yeah, Algato, maybe. Uh, That's really uncomfortable. Um, I I, I think Zach Efron could be a Jack. I think that would be fine. He did it. He did it. He did it. Zane did it. And if Zach's not available. If it works, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, true. He would be really cute as the white knight character. Everyone would fall in love with him, guys. But if he's not available, I thought maybe Santino Fontana. (gasps) I had... Didn't have him at all. <laughs> For those of you playing at home, um, he's the voice of Hans in Frozen. He was in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend mm-hmm. and then left Crazy Ex-Girlfriend in it. Say Wait, Santino yeah. shouldn't be available. Yeah. I would like to put forward Billy Magnuson. Oh, yeah. Mm. He's pretty. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He's pretty. Um, I had Jesse Mueller as Alice. Nice. Because I think she'd be quite nice in the role. It's an interesting concept to think about Alice older. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, again, I like the premise of this musical. I just don't want it as a musical. Mm. <laughs> um, as a caterpillar, I'd love Alan Cumming. Oh, he would be yeah. good. What's the caterpillar's actual name? It's just the caterpillar. The caterpillar. Is it just a caterpillar? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, Alan Cumming can do anything. So. He could do anything. <laughs> um, he could put on a sock and I'd watch it. <laughs> Wow. Okay. It sounds more sexual than it is. It, it I just does. mean he can put on a sock. Um, I had Lucy Jones for the Mad Hatter. She played uh, not Jesse. Why do I keep saying Because Jesse Mueller played it. Um, in Waitress, the lead. In Jenna. The Waitress, Jenna in I London. Had, I had Lucy Punch for Aww. the Mad Hatter. We had Lucy. We had Lucy. And I shall cast Lucy Durack because her <laughs> name is Lucy. Poor choice, mate. Um, I'm sorry. I just went with a Lucy. <laughs> 
And then Kiernan Shipka as Chloe, the daughter. She's currently playing Sabrina. (laughs) She was in Mad Men. I have um, just uh, L. What's his name? Gatto. El Gatto. I have Anthony Ramos. Oh, I have Jordan Fisher. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think that would be great. I say like I know who Jordan Fisher is. He's currently playing... Evan Hands. I knew yeah. that. Yeah, he's delightful. And he I, was just into all the boys I love. Yeah. Yes, I still love you. Oh um, my god, I'm so. <laughs> which you watched on the day it came out. Which Sorry. I definitely watched on the day it came out. I haven't watched it yet. Don't spoil. I won't. Jordan Fish is in it. Just so. You know. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, I also had Alison Janney as Queen of Hearts. Is where Cute. I got confused. Thought it was the last show. And yeah. Ben Platt as the March Hare because I think he could just play a bit dopey, real yeah. fun. Um, and Andrew Keenan Belger as the White Rabbit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's a fun cast. Anybody? I don't have any ideas. I never have ideas for casting. I only I'm have sorry. a few strong opinions, and I've said them all. So. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, let's move on to top five lists. It's um, top five time. Fortunately, I don't think this even makes top five. Iterations of Wonderland story. No, in musical form. <laughs> no, well, in musical form is I think it's the only one, right? No, no, there would be other Alice's that like have Disney just Disney has released the Disney one. their own one with and extra music like, and whatnot. Right. Twenty-seven children version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I don't think it makes any of those. <laughs> I would rather watch the Panto. Um, I had this guy sound worse than it is, but I'll explain it after that. I said top five musicals that should have stayed off Broadway, and I don't mean like not ever gone to Broadway. I mean in the off Broadway sense, because yeah. I think it would have given it a chance to like workshop it a little bit more, see yeah. what audience were loving, what they weren't loving, and change it along the way. I think it just, even though it was like Florida and then wherever it went before Broadway and then yeah. Broadway it just I just don't think it I think has. if it didn't have the pressure of Broadway it wouldn't have closed nearly as soon no, yeah. no. Um, it could I, yeah correct um, I would I would actually put it on top five worst wild horn yeah he's top done a lot of shows worst wild. worst wild horn he's done a lot of shows okay, so. um and while there are parts that of this that I really like. The wild party he never did. That's on there. <laughs> it's not on there because no, it's, it's not a wild one. It, it's, it's also fine. better it's than fine. Wonderland. So. <laughs> True. Because it doesn't exist so we can True. imagine it being better. <laughs> That's so bad. I do, it's so funny because Bonnie and Clyde is one of my top ten musicals. I, yeah, I love yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. And I don't know whether it's because I love hearing Jeremy Jordan singing mm, Bonnie and Clyde little, or, little if I, like, yeah, or if I just really enjoy... I really enjoy the Bonnie and Clyde story and the like the 1920s like feel. Yeah. Um, to go from loving that to so very much not loving this, yeah, it's really. Do you think you judge it more harshly because of the disappointment? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I went in with expectations. See, yeah. I went in ready to love this, mm-hmm. and I didn't mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. But I don't judge it because I didn't love it. It's just like, oh, okay, that's not what I expected it to be. I and got, that's unfortunate. I got super pumped knowing it was like, because I, I read the plot first. Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. Mm. And then I actually did all my homework before I listened to the soundtrack. I was like, I am ready for this on the train home. And then I listened to it. I was like, that 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 song I just made up right then, ladies and gentlemen, is was better. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Wildhorn. I think because there are also a lot of people... I've heard songs in cab- like people's cabarets from 
this show yes, that yeah. I'm like, oh, it must be great if this song has come out of it, but it's like when you put them all together they don't fit they don't fit together that's Wildhorn's special skill yeah Yeah. (laughs) he can write great songs songs not shows he should be a like just a just a normal pop artist he does do that he composes and and what have you just does musicals as well just do that um maybe if he stuck to uh like song cycles rather than trying to fit into you know, something narrative. Yeah. He would do a lot better. I also um, really hate the cover art. Just saying. As in that one or the that one? Broad- that one. Okay. The yeah. one we that no one else can see that we're saying that one too, which is the Spotify cover art for Wonderland. Which has the, it's a silhouette. the orange up above and yeah. the blue down below. I, I hate it. Don't know why. It, it's really down. off-putting for me. So the other the other version of it is just a New York City skyline silhouette with a rabbit in one side and Wonderland with like curlicues. I reckon I would hate that less. I think, I think that's the one I've seen. Yeah, it's no. much simpler. Yeah. Anywho, uh, back to top fives. Uh, top five what, cover this art we love. <laughs> top eights. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Top fives. Or maybe we could just politely move on. Um, I really wish there were more top fives I could put it on, but like there yeah, are some songs in here that are fine, but they don't think I don't think they belong on any top fives. No. And I don't really think fine is particularly the emotive people are going for when they're writing a musical or so. a top five list. You, you know, you know what? I might put it. I might put it on top five musicals that were meant to be musical movies. Because I, I don't think this was oh. ever meant to be one, but I think it would have done much better as a musical movie yeah. than as a Broadway show. show. And still, that's just a might. So <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing. But I would, I, I would put this on that list. There are a few shows because I, I think Susical would be oh, so good as a movie. So good as a movie. I want it to be. Anyway. Um, and it's so a, this might be on there. That form gives you so you much can more play freedom. with reality a little bit yes. more. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then maybe even the music makes more sense maybe, in that context. Maybe it does. Maybe. Because you can bring different elements of reality in to change what the music represents. Yeah. You know, maybe you can do that. Maybe. All right. Well, top five shows we struggled on top five lists for. Yeah. That's, I'd put that's it on my there. contribution. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I think, I think we've said all there is to say about Wonderland now. Sorry, Wonderland. Sorry, Actually, Wonderland. I'm not. <laughs> I mean... I I know that at least I gave it a really good try. I really wanted to like this show and I've yeah. gone back a couple of times. The soundtrack is worth a listen, but maybe don't sit down and listen to it all at once. Yeah, again, find your songs, Just enjoy the songs. Couple. Just yeah. look, hop on our socials and be like, hey, this song is literally bar for bar, note for note, this song. <laughs> I like it. This other song that we've already said it this is. Other song. <laughs> No, there's more than just that one. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Wonderland. Um, You can find Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know on all the usual social media places, Facebook, Twitter. Um, You can send us an email at musicalstaughtmepodcast at gmail.com if you would like to uh, submit an essay in defense of Wonderland. (laughs) Um, Julie will read it. Yes. and, And reply to you. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool, good. Um, you can find us also on our home on the web, That's Not Canon Productions, along with a whole bunch of other podcasts. Um, uh, the network is ever-growing ever and growing. very, very busy. So um, and if you even need perhaps a bit of advice about other podcasts to listen to, we've got a podcast for that. It's true. 
Costology. Uh, I'm on it. I'm a costologist. Zane's on it. Zane, <laughs> I feel like you're on 95% no, of the not anymore. Anymore. No, no, not, not anymore. anymore. Not anymore. I'm not even on 20% anymore. <gasps> it's down Times around 10. Times are changing. <laughs> I am now the least experienced podcaster at the table because uh, Julie and KB also have a podcast that we never mention on this one. No. We don't really talk conspiracies <laughs> on musicals. Tell me everything I know until there's a musical theatre conspiracy. Except we talk musicals on <laughs> yeah. Elvis all the time. <laughs> so check out Elvis Lives if you want a little bit more of their sultry and sexy voices. Um, if you want to support uh, us, the network, or any of our other podcasts, you can find them all on Patreon.com. But check out us first. Patreon.com slash Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Type that whole thing out. Chuck us a couple of bucks a month and you'll get a bunch of extra content. Um, and you know, contributing to the show helps support us as artists, but also uh, the network in general so that we can do lots of other cool, fun stuff like live events and um, provide new you. equipment. Oh. Oh. We love what new equipment. What new equipment do you want? I mean, we've got, we we've want got interesting new microphone stands. We this do. Week. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, like KB and I could go for some equipment. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just more desks. We could buy a whole <laughs> studio. <gasps> no, like a microphone. Like legitimately a studio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it. if you want to buy us a studio, um, just go ahead and do that and send us the address. <laughs> Maybe put the keys in the post. Um, I mean, ideally in Brisbane, if possible. <laughs> <laughs> ideally, but you know. But if you're willing to pay our wage and also help us move <laughs> New Zealand's again. nice. Uh, shout out to all our New Zealand listeners. Uh, we'll be there soon. I think I need to stop talking. Please. And we're going to end the episode. Okay. Did we hit an hour today? Nope. Nope. Yeah, we did it, yes. guys. Go, Miranda. Yeah. My name is Miranda Selwood. Also at the table, it's me, KB. Julie Eisentrager. Fancy Webber. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.